0: Hello and welcome to Meta Beta Gaming. I am your host, Matthew Warbe, aka M one zero zero one. For all you Instagram followers, and for all you PC gamers, I'm Cool Hardy one hundred on Steam because all my consoles are broken, and the only consoles I have left, I don't really game on them online. So PC only it is. <laughs> so I I apologize for not doing that episode last week. I have a very good reason though. Well, it's not a very good reason if you think about it, but. I was playing Baldur's Gate 3. I admit it. I'm sorry. Baldur's Gate 3 just completely elapsed my time. My time was dedicated to Baldur's Gate 3. I suck at the game. I die a lot. But oh my god, this game is just freaking amazing. I love Baldur's Gate 3. And apparently, I'm not the only one. Because it's selling like crazy. It's number one everywhere. And the only people who hate it are devs of other studios. And there's so much reason why they don't like the game. And a lot of them are saying they don't like the game because of the fact that it's creating a false narrative on how video games should be developed. And the standard of video games and all this. But it's like, why can't the standard be raised? Why can't the standard be raised? Why do studios have to succumb, you know, to the pressures of these greedy ass publishers and the corporations and forcing these developers and these studios to make incomplete games? I mean, just look at Baldur's Gate 3. Just this is why Baldur's Gate 3 was so successful. Let's break it down. okay? Baldur's Gate 3 had a extremely long development cycle okay development of Baldur's Gate 3 started all the way back in 2017 so 2017 2018 2019 2020 2021 2022 2023 okay and we're in late 2023 so that's like six and a half years of development and this game is huge (laughs) so yeah I understand why it took that long. This game is huge. Also, they had other games in the Dungeons and Dragons genre to kind of just like, you know, wrap their heads around and stuff like that. They they already did Divinity Original Sins, Divinity Original Sins 2. So, so they already had knowledge to draw from and they already knew more or less how the game is supposed to be structured and and, and actually stuff like that. They had a very long, early access. I mean, a lot of developers, they give early access for like a month or two weeks or stuff like that. I actually remember I was a beta tester for uh, Quakes Champions. Oh, my God, that was. You know, I was a beta tester for uh, Quake Champions a while back when that game wasn't beta testing. Oh, my God, that was such a horrible ride because all of our complaints They just ignored it. They just released the game a buggy mess. Anyway, I was like, what was the point of beta testing this and spending all those hours filling out forms and filling out all of the bug reports when they just ignored them anyway. But that wasn't the case with Baldur's Gate 3. They actually listened to the community's feedback. They listened to the community's feedback. They actually took the bugs seriously okay and the early access was three years long so they had three years worth of community feedback that they constantly took seriously and they actually resolved the bugs that were shown to them is the game perfect now no of course not there's still uh performance issues in acts two and three which digital foundry um alex Alex Bitalia actually showcased because um, a lot of people were complaining that he only showcased act one. Well, hello. This game is super, super long. I don't think he had time to play the game all the way up to act three. I don't think anybody does that has a normal nine to five job at a normal life, you know, plays for that long. But um a good person gave him a save that was already at Act 3 and he was already, you know, uh, he did another analysis. So um, hopefully they will fix the uh bug issues, at least on PC. And of course they're working on the console ports too. But yeah, you know, so not only was it, in, was it in development for six and a half years, they had a three year early access. And not only that, they had a huge team of over 400 developers developers okay with that team they easily spread out the workload and made sure that nobody was overwhelmed and there was good communication there was good communication and good feedback there was no micromanagement there was no publishers breathing down their necks you know oh we we gotta rush this game out we gotta rush this game out no they had this luxury of pretty much the luxury of time basically that's pretty much the luxury they had they had the luxury of time and they had a 400 person team weren't working on this game and that's where a lot of these developers are, are actually kind of saying that you know subliminally they wish they had the type of freedom and the type of um, of actually team that the developers of actually Baldur's Gate 3 had. You know, this was like, this is golden. This is what every studio dreams of having. But sadly, in the real world, it doesn't work that way. Xavier Nelson Jr., I butchered his name, but uh, he goes by Wright Nelson, uh, on actually on Twitter, which is now X. I don't know what the hell happened there. What happened with Elon Musk changing it from Twitter to X? Like, I don't know. Marvel should Marvel should sue him you know cuz every time i look at x i i think of x men so marvel should sue twitter but i'm just going to keep on call call calling it twitter but yeah you know um you know uh he gave a twitter comment and a lot of developers did a lot of de- developers did um rebecca um harwick also stated that you know stated that uh she she hopes that no one expects a 10 20 40 person team to basically make a similar game like Baldur's Gate 3 because it's not realistic and it's just impossible. Uh, Josh Sawyer also pretty much said the same thing, you know? What Baldur's Gate was able to achieve is not the norm because they just had the perfect hand, you know? And not every developer has what they have. And not every developer has the luxury of having a publisher and having, um, you know, you know, a, 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 a contract with Sony, Microsoft, or actually Nintendo, not breathing down their neck, you know, and not having a publisher breathing down their, their neck, you know, saying, we got to release this game this time, this time, this time. And, you know, we go on and on with these Twitter comments, you know, and we're seeing a common thread, which is these developer studios are not, given either the proper funding, not giving a proper team to together, which is probably in the realm of they're not getting the proper funding. It's just crazy how the trend of getting publishers breathing down their necks, not having a strong team, not having a strong management. I mean, this is the commentary is Everything that these people are saying are commenting on Twitter is literally about how publishers are screwing over development teams. I mean, they're not giving them proper funding. They're not giving them proper time and they're forcing them to rush products out incomplete. That's literally what it is. That's literally what it is. All this Baldur Three success is showing how corrupt, how greedy some of these publishers are. I mean, look at Assassin's Creed. I mean, Assassin's Creed was a good, good, good example where they were pushing out an Assassin's Creed game year after year. I mean, look at Call of Duty. Call of Duty is a prime example. Year after year after year, the same Call of Duty game gets released year. After a year. Okay. I mean. Modern Warfare 2. Came, hasn't even been out for that long. And already we're, we're getting a Modern Warfare 3. Okay. Already. And Modern Modern Warfare 2 doesn't even feel like it's been out that long. Seri- ser- seriously. I honestly feel like Modern Warfare 2 was out. What? Last year? It, it came out last year in 2022? Because I remember I bought that game. Maybe like in November. November of 2022, maybe, uh, December, no, November, December. I mean, somebody gave me a, uh a, a gift card and I used the money to buy water, to buy Modern Warfare Two when when uh it was on sale. So actually, yeah, like the game has only been out for a year and yet they're making Modern Warfare Three and, and they're and they are releasing it. I mean, look at all these unfinished games. I mean, look at Naughty Dogs with The Last of Us and that could. And that catastrophe, I mean, look at, uh, wow. What game hasn't been unbugged? I mean, look at Remnant 2. That game is completely bugged out of its mind. I mean, look at Pokemon Scarlet and actually Violet. That's another prime example where, where the game to this day, okay, to this day has performance issues, okay? To this day, how long has that game been out and yet the Pokemon Company and Game Freaks have not fixed the performance issues. And some people believe the performance issues will never be fixed because the performance issues are tied to the Switch itself. Okay? That is a good way of saying it. Like, sometimes it's just it goes to show, like, I mean, it goes to show how greedy these publishers are. I mean, Baldur's Gate, the more success Baldur's Gate Three has the more it shows how greedy studios are how greedy publishers are that they're not giving these developers the proper time the proper tools the proper funding to make these games as good as they could be I mean the more I read about this it's just crazy I mean uh, it's, it's insane I mean there's another thing Baldur's Gate 3 tops 5 million Units sold Across um China That's crazy that's China for god's sake Baldur's Gate 3 is Number 1 On Steam You know next to Counter Strike Global Offensive Like how old is Counter Strike Global Offensive Like that is just crazy I mean It's just the more success Baldur Gate 3 has, the more this keeps on going, the more I think studios are going to be scrutinized, especially when their games are not up to par, but also more publishers are going to be scrutinized more because right now, um, uh, right now, look at uh, Bethesda Starfield. This is a prime example. Bethesda Starfield is coming out next month. And actually, September, well, in a few weeks, because we're almost to September anyway, but. Imagine if that game fails, and that game has been in development for a while, too. Starfield has been in development for a while, so imagine if that game fails. How badly it's going to hurt Microsoft, and not only Microsoft, but Bethesda themselves, because Bethesda also needs this hit. They need this to be a success to kind of re- launch them because they haven't been having a a good year too so not only does Microsoft need this to, to, to actually be, be a hit but also Bethesda too and not only that but uh, Baldur's Gate 3 is currently not out for the Xbox console due to problems with the Xbox Series S Their, um the co-op feature they are having a hard time optimizing it for uh, the Xbox Series X and Microsoft refuses to let them remove that feature to make it on the Xbox Series X. Um, a lot of people were were saying, but it runs on the Steam Deck. Yeah, it runs on the Steam Deck because they've removed pretty much all co-op from Baldur's Gate 3. And that's why it's able to run on the Steam Deck, which is a much weaker uh, a console than actually Series S. So uh, yeah, Baldur's Gate 3 is... St- like highlighting how bad the current gaming development system is because they are the anomaly but they were given every opportunity to make a great game and they did i mean they were giving proper funding proper development time proper testing time i mean they they had a three-year early access and they took full advantage of it they didn't have a publisher breathing down their neck and micromanage them and forcing them to uh, release an unfinished game i mean they had the golden ticket and it just shows once again how bad this is i mean this is crazy guys this is crazy what do you think do you think Skate 3 is gonna force studios to step up their game is it gonna force publishers to to um basically lean back and kind of let these developers do their jobs I mean, this is what the comment sections are, are for, guys. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on YouTube uh, when it comes out, because hopefully we we will have a YouTube in the, in the uh, future. We're still working on the logistics of that with our schedules. Um, as you probably can know, I've been doing more solos because of the schedule differences. So uh, hopefully we get back on track and we'll do more of that. But thank you so much, guys, for listening. Thank you, guys, for all the positive feedback. And for all the positive so support. I know we've been kind of on a mismatched schedule. But uh, hopefully we can get that sorted out soon. And we'll be doing more weekly content and stuff like that. So thank you so much for listening. Once again, I am your host, Matthew Warbe, a.k.a. warbay one for all you Instagram followers. And for all you PC gamers, I'm cool Hardy 100 on Steam. That's where you can, you, you can catch me. But please do not send me creepy... Uh, friends requests and stuff and, and uh, stuff like that because I've been getting a lot of those I mean if you're not specifically stating hey you know I'm listening to Meta Beta Gaming and that's why I'm um, you know friendshipping you unless you do something like that I'm not friending you so please stop with the creepiness <laughs> and have an awesome Sunday